Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. It is Saturday again, which means I am here with Christopher. Hello. What up? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? We just had another loose goat. We did. Knock on the door. Pool man says, goat's out. This time, did he go over or under? Over. Over. Our little gymnast goats. Houdini. Yeah. They take us. When we just were about to hit record, Chris said, these all seem like questions we've answered before. And I was like, oh, they are. They always are. They always are. If you go back, like, there's nothing that we have. I challenge you, listeners. I really do. Send a question that we haven't heard before. DM me on Instagram, at Elizabeth Benton. Let's see if we can put together an episode that is all questions we haven't answered before. I'd be thrilled. That'd be fun. But typically, yes, it is the same questions about consistency, about follow through, about mindset, about, yeah, it's just, just, that's just the way it is. Yep. But you know what is different every time? The prize. Well, no, sometimes it's the same. The winner. Okay. The winner is different every time so far. We've not had a double winner yet. 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 But it is a possibility. It is always a possibility. Absolutely. Today, we are going to give away... I, I literally hesitated on this one because I knew that you said last week we couldn't give away Edge yet. No, we can't. But I literally I literally just bought... Hold on. Let me do the math in my head. Five times two is ten. I literally just bought 18 more. Cool. Today. So, soon. Nope. Soon. I'm telling you right now. Soon. But, you know, I'm still excited to give away the Changemakers Journal because we've had like a big, solid uptick in uh, Changemaker Journal sales. I think because people are posting what they're excited about and what it's helping them do and what it's helping them change and kind of get in the flow and start to really see measurable progress towards their goals. So we are going to give away another Changemakers Journal today and we will announce the winner at the end of today's show and we'll also tell you how you can win success can get other people excited about success that is very true want to join in that is that is very true on to the questions okay all right mister you just want to have some deer that's what you want to do how do i quit stopping no wait how do i stop quitting how do you stop quitting is that the first question yes you were like you're dragging me along like come on you know somebody told me that I started talking really fast on the podcast recently. And I'm like, I've always been told I talk really fast. Do you think I've started talking faster than normal? No. Yeah. That's it's never quite fast enough for me. I, that is so <laughs> true. That is so true. You guys like the number of hurry up already looks I get from Chris is astounding. Astounding. Okay. The question is, how do I stop quitting? I bet that we have had that exact question and that my answer has begun with something like you're asking the wrong thing. Right. 
you know? Because that, like, I feel like we could play a funny game of like, how would Elizabeth finish this sentence? Journaling. We should, we should totally, we should find it's a, a way. game, folks. We should find a way to do like a game show version of this podcast where like people chime in to fill in the blank with what they think I would say. Wouldn't that be hysterical? Uh, sometimes, yes. Sometimes long-winded. Fine, whatever. <laughs> I guess I picked the wrong time to ask Chris to record a podcast because, uh, okay. How do you stop quitting? All right. The first thing I would challenge you to do, and, and you guys have heard me say this before, is don't focus on the big picture in general. Focus on today. If I was engaged today, if I was doing the work today, and sometimes, guys, even today is too big of a chunk of time to work with, hmm. challenge yourself to be like, if I were engaged in the next hour, if I was in the game in the next hour, if I was doing the thing that I don't want to quit in the next hour or, or break your day up into blocks between nine and noon, between noon and three, between three and six, between six and nine, however you need to do it, the day, an hour you're in, a fragment of the day, it's impossible to apply these kinds of strategies when you're trying to think globally, big picture, I always do this thing, I have this big generalized problem, but when you apply it to the hour you're in, okay, how do I stop quitting between 6 p.m. and 7 p.m. because that's the hour I'm in right now? Well, I would make this choice or I wouldn't make this choice. I would go do this thing that I've been putting off all day that I had already told myself I was going to bump till tomorrow. I'm going to do it right now. I would get that workout in. I would go for a walk. I would say no to the ice cream. Whatever it is, when you make it for a specific period of time and you hold your feet to the fire of specificity and immediacy, that is when you really make progress. So there's a million different strategies we could talk about here, and I know I've done full episodes on giving up, on giving in, on quitting. So utilize the search feature on primalpotential.com for the things that you're struggling with. But the biggest tip that I have is to apply it to the micro instead of continuing to think about it in the macro, whether that is the hour you're in, the day you're in, or a small grouping of time in this day. That's what I would say. The paradox of quitting, quitting. Interesting. Mm, yes. You got a little stuck there. Philosophical, sir. <laughs> I think the next question is kind of similar. Uh, yes, it is. Instead of how do I stop quitting, it's how do I stop waiting to do something. Procrastinating. How do I stop procrastinating? Yeah. I think first of all. I might have sent that question in. I don't know. <laughs> have a wife that just harasses Nags the hell out of you. Until, yeah. Um, until you do it the way she wants. <laughs> I think I'm really not effective at that, so no. I don't think that's a really good. I don't think that's well, a good you, tip. You also don't actually nag like that was. I mean, that's a joke. Can word. I have that in writing? Yes. <laughs> okay, I think you can apply everything I said to the first question to the second question. How do I stop procrastinating? Right, but I would also challenge you here to like think about it differently. Instead of how do I stop procrastinating, what do I need to do right now to get started? right? So I've done a full episode on this notion of start before you're ready. And I know a lot of you guys loved that episode and have been applying that, but it goes back to this coaching cue that my first ever CrossFit coach used with me 
all the time because CrossFit was new to me. I was super, super overweight. And whether it was something like wall balls or burpees or box jumps, I would frequently like stop to suck wind, you know, like I can't go anymore, you know, (laughs) and inevitably. Sounds like me after three box jumps. (laughs) Inevitably, he would say to me, start before you're ready. And that helped me whether I would normally have paused for 30 seconds. Maybe I'm back at it at 28. I take a step one second before or one breath before, or I remember, I vividly remember this one day. I think sprints are super, super effective, but I also do not enjoy running. I am not a runner. There is not one inch of my body that was made for running. Like, it is true. We joke that, like, as long as baby has dad's legs, we're good. (laughs) We're good. Um, And we were outside this one day doing uphill sprints. And essentially, I would run the uphill sprint and walk back down. And as soon as I got back down to the bottom – I would have to go again, right? And of course, that meant I was like going down the hill slower than molasses uphill in the winter. Like it was just, it was, it was bad. Hmm. And so what I started doing was a certain number of breaths. Like I'm going to allow myself 10 deep breaths or 20 deep breaths or whatever it was and start before you're ready helped me go, okay, if I'm comfortable going again after 20 deep breaths, I'm going to go again at 17, right? And I kept challenging myself to set this notion of like, okay, maybe a minute rest would feel good. So I'm going to go at 50 seconds, right? Start before you're ready. I use this so much when it comes to work because I'll be like, well, I'll start that at nine. Okay. Start at 8.45 then, right? Start before you're ready. Oh, I'm going to wait until I have this idea or I get this other thing done. No, start before you're ready. That is one cue that has helped me so much to overcome procrastination. But I also think small chunks of time can be very, very helpful. So I love the saying that excellence is the next five minutes. Sometimes we think that if there's something that we need to do and it's this work project that's going to take an hour or it's a workout that's going to take you 45 minutes, we put it off because that chunk of time is more than we want to commit to in that moment. Like, oh my God, the last thing I want to do is sit down and write this thing. It's going to take me an hour, blah, blah, blah. Give it five minutes. When I was writing both of my books, I used this all the time. I am going to write without distraction for five minutes. I'm going to edit without distraction for three pages. Maybe I need to do 100 pages in a day, but give yourself this small chunk of things. I still do this when it's like, I need to empty the dishwasher, but I'm putting it off. Okay, do the silverware tray. Just do that part. So break it into a small piece and and remove the distractions. But so much of procrastination is an issue because we're focused on the waiting instead of focusing on the getting into action, right? Oh, I keep putting this thing off. Oh, I'll do it later. It'll get done. And that's the thing. The focus is on later and waiting instead of putting the focus on, well, what's one small piece of this I can do now? Like if I'm waiting to fold the laundry, I've been putting it off. It's there. I know I need to do it. You know what? I'm going to get up and I'm going to fold two things. Chances are once you fold two, you're like, I'm here. I've started. I'm going to keep going. But even if you don't, getting going 
with a small step is better than waiting because you're holding yourself to this expectation of doing it all at once. Like I, the other day, I wanted to start picking up the mudroom in our house. And instead of like, well, I'm going to take 30 minutes and find a place for all of this stuff, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to find one thing that I can take out, put away, remove, throw away, whatever it is. So allow yourself, and not only allow, challenge yourself to seek out small pieces that you're willing to do now. Focus not on the notion of, why do I procrastinate? I keep putting this off. Oh my gosh, I don't want to get started. And instead, seek out those small pieces that you are willing to do. Focus more on getting yourself to action than you focus on procrastination. It's that perspective shift, but it's going to make a really big difference. Nice. Yeah. Nice. How can I turn my negative thoughts into positivity? By turning that Hey, what did you learn about procrastination down? just now in this conversation? To wait. Not to wait. Are you going to do something differently today? No. Yeah, I don't think so. Tomorrow, though. Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Touche. Touche. You're How so helpful. How can I turn my frown upside down? Turn my negativity into positivity? I actually don't think that the goal here is to turn the negative thoughts positive. We just talked about this just, last week. Just find positive thoughts. They don't have to be this. Did we just talk about this last week? No. I thought we did. I, I, okay. First of all, there is an entire chapter in Chasing Cupcakes about the reframe and um, inviting other perspectives. There's the, the neutral redirect. There's the positive redirect. I talk about, there's the empowering redirect. And so I talk for a full chapter. If this is something you want to get better at, check out Chasing Cupcakes because there's an entire chapter on this. However, I don't think the goal is to turn negative into positive, but rather to introduce more thoughts that are either positive or neutral. So if I have a negative thought, gosh, I could pick from a million different options, right? Like um, we were just talking about my legs and hoping baby doesn't have my legs. If I'm looking in the mirror and like, oh my gosh, my legs are huge. I have no ankles, blah, 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 blah. But they are strong I'm not, as heck. I'm, but see, I'm not trying to be like, they're not big. They're beautiful. I'm not trying to turn it, right? I'm trying to say, but also, I'm really grateful to have legs because I follow a few people on social media who have been in tragic accidents. They've lost their legs, and, and I think that they would take my big legs any day, right? They're, they're functional. They're healthy. I'm healthy. And so it's not that I have to turn the negative thought. Like, I have big legs, Period. If I had a magic wand, would I change them? Yeah, I might. I might. Wouldn't be top, you know, top five things that I would do with my magic wand, but like it, it would certainly be on the list. It would certainly be top 15, top 20. Really? Yeah. Wow. What would be on your top five magic wand things? I don't have any magic wand things. If you had a magic wand, you wouldn't want to do anything with it. Um. Lies. Lies. If you had a magic wand and you got five things that you could do with your magic wand... What comes to mind that you would do? Because you're a liar if you say nothing. Um, the yard would be done. Okay. We have an interminable yard project happening here. What else? So um, poof, the yard is done. I would always have exact change for what I needed to buy in my pocket. Really? Yeah. Don't you use your card? But I never... Uh, you could... You could 
you know, use the one for unlimited money, but if you've always got exactly what you need in your pocket, there's no need. You're not carrying everything around. It always just magically appears there. That's a weird one. Okay. Is it though? I think so. Really? What What else would be on your list? Everybody's like, get back to the question, Lauren. Um, we'd have 12 kids. Like, poof. Poof. Like, All right. Very, I mean. In what age group? That's, I was just thinking about that part. <laughs> Like, I'm not sure how I no, feel about waking up with a 12-year-old. 12 infants wouldn't be a thing either. No. That's crazy. Yeah, that would be a little we, much. We totally beat Octomom, though. So. <laughs> I know. Where's we, my reality show? <laughs> Income doubles. Um, interesting. We'd have 12 kids, huh? I don't know. Seven, but, whatever. But you but you don't know how old they would be. Not clue. All right. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't mind skipping the like pregnancy phase. That'd be great. Okay. Getting back to how can I turn my negative thoughts into positivity. Don't think about it as like the negative thought is bad and I somehow have to convince myself that it's untrue. It could be very, very true. I was texting with a friend of mine today and uh, somehow it came up. I was telling her that like yesterday was a bad day for me. Yesterday was just not a good day. And I said to her, you know, the, she, she asked why, and I told her these are the things that happened that made the day really hard. And I said, I realize that there is a lot that is good, and I believe that life is going to get better, and also it's very hard. So I'm not trying to say, like, oh, it's not true that these are hard times or that this situation or this feeling is hard. I'm not trying to tell myself that's wrong or that's untrue. I'm just looking to invite other thoughts. So when somebody looks in the mirror and they hate what they see, the trick isn't to be like, I'm beautiful and I'm glowing and I look younger than ever and my clothes fit me so well. It's okay if they don't. Look, it's okay if you look in the mirror. There's not anything wrong with those thoughts about things you don't like. It's all right if you look in the mirror and think like, I don't like my love handles. I don't like my double chin. Okay, that's all right. But there's more to it than that. Maybe you love your home. Maybe you love your car. You love your job. Your relationship with your kids is solid. You're super close to your siblings or you just met a new person that you're really excited about or you've got a vacation coming up. It's what else is there. The problem isn't that we have negative thoughts. The problem comes in when we have more negative thoughts than we do positive, when there's an imbalance or when we fixate on those negative thoughts and let them be become really daunting and really overwhelming. I think that's an important distinction. I think you're right. That's a very important distinction. Yeah, so 12 kids, magic wand. All right, noted. Seven. Seven? You've already subtracted substantially. So if I ask you in a few minutes, is it going to be like two? Three. <laughs> what else you got for me? <laughs> I like this one. Oh, you do? Yes. Can you address why your changemaker's journal is so pricey? Mm. Economics. Because <laughs> <laughs> printing books isn't free. Shipping books isn't free. Uh, Taking the time to write books isn't free. So I don't really need to address this one. I have a totally different answer. But what else would you say, Chris? Because tools are not free. My turn? <laughs> does this fire you up a little bit? Yes. <laughs> it does. It doesn't me at all. I mean, uh, wh why does a woodworking book to learn how to make cabinets, why is that $50? Because you're learning a skill. You're learning to do stuff. True. It's not just paper it, and ink. 
There's know? a lot more than that. Well, and actually that, that kind of leads to, to what I think about with this. Like, okay, first of all, for people who are like, oh, Sorry, it's pricey. I didn't, I didn't mean to. That's all right. For people who are listening, they're like, oh, it's pricey. It's, it's 49 bucks. Um, and shipping in the U.S. is free. Um, I think if you think about it, to use your example of a, a book on how to make cabinets, if you look at it as paper with words on it, right, then, okay, 49 bucks. That, that to, a, to a lot of people, is a lot of money. But if instead you look at it as this is something that teaches me a skill, that opens a door for me, then it's not just how are you evaluating it? Are you evaluating the cost, the dollars and cents, or are you evaluating the value, right? Because, and this actually came up, this, this came up, somebody messaged me directly after a conversation in a Facebook group, and, and they said, can you tell me why it's so pricey? And I was like, sure. But it came up because a woman posted in the Changemakers Journal that she just finished her first one and her second one had come in. She had completed, you know, the 90 days of a journal. She lost 29 pounds awesome. in the 90 days. And then there was like a few other things. Like she said she didn't feel as overwhelmed anymore. Uh, she was getting more done at home. Like there was like a whole slew of things. It's just 29 pounds is sticking out in my mind because it came up in the, in the thread of the conversation. And I was like, okay, if you took me back to any other time in my life and said, I'm going to give you a tool and it's going to help you feel less overwhelmed and lose 29 pounds in 90 days, is that worth $49 to you? Right. How much would it cost to do that with Jenny Craig or Weight Watchers? I don't even know, but it's not no, a diet okay, tool, no, so I don't I, even no, think that's like a that, fair. But if, if you're gonna if you're gonna go with you know the weight it's loss the because of, of it, it's of the what result. Was if you look at if you look at what people are experiencing with a tool, with a tool that helps you focus, with a tool that helps you stay organized, with a tool that makes you more productive, right. that helps you achieve your goals, what is that process and that end result? It's not a blank thing where you can just write and, oh, well, I can go get a notebook at Staples. Sure, it's not the same can, thing. It's not going to direct you. It's not the same thing. Like, this is a tool that gives a structure to help you focus, to help you think of other areas of your life outside of your primary focus or your primary goal. And so I said to this person, like, what would it be worth to you if I were to give you a tool that was going to help you achieve your goal to achieve three goals in 90 days, right? Because we do kind of one per 30 days. What would those be? And if this helped you do that and helped you improve other areas of your life because we focus on other life investments in addition to the primary goal, what would that be worth to you? You know, if you say $6, then it's not for you and that's okay. Right? Well, if I achieved these three goals and balanced out other areas of my life, I would say that's worth $6. Okay, cool. It's not for you. And that's totally fine. It's just like there are a lot of things I see online and I think I would never pay that. Why is Victoria's Secret bra 60 bucks? Like I would never, you know, I, I, there are so many things that I think the value isn't there for me. Right. And I don't think for one second that everybody is going to see the value in this. That's totally okay. Agreed. But when I hear about like I think I told you guys a couple weeks ago at my master's club client who had this big career goal that had seemed so daunting, but when she used the structure and the format of the Changemakers Journal, she got it done in 10 days. Yeah, 10 days. Incredible. It was a 30-day goal. Do I, would I personally think that is worth $49? Sure would. Sure would. But if you don't, that's okay. Then I think there's the logistics of like, it's hardcover. 
um, you know, it's custom. It's it, there's a million things that factor into it, and it's a business. Years of knowledge that took money and time to accrue. Yeah, or, or like put into it. I mean, it, a year of of playing around with different things. But look, it doesn't hurt my feelings if somebody goes, "No, that's not worth forty nine dollars to me." But I do think you have to differentiate between cost and value. And I will tell you, that was a real turning point for me in my career. When somebody told me not to evaluate things on how much they cost, but to evaluate things based on the value they would bring to my life. Because I looked at a mastermind opportunity and I was like, that is stupid expensive. I would never pay that amount of money. And somebody challenged me. And they were like, well, did it ever occur to you that spending that kind of money that you think is asinine? And I'll tell you guys, it was $50,000, $50,000 for one year. And I thought that was stupid. And they were like, did it ever occur to you that you could learn things that would help you make 10 times that in one year? And I was like, I kind of didn't think about that. And I really think of this as the same thing. I wish I had learned that earlier. I held myself back from a ton of growth opportunities because I was evaluating based on price and not based on value. I think the same thing in terms of the 12 weeks to transformation, especially with the price drop of that. The fact that you are going to get a process to change the way you think and achieve your goals in a new way and overcome every obstacle that's held you back before, dude, Yes, please. We screw ourselves when we're evaluating based on cost instead of based on value. It's not so much like what the outlay of dollars and cents is. It's what it allows you to do. Just like Chris's example with the cabinet making book. Yeah, you're going to spend 50 bucks once, but now you have a skill set that is worth so much more. So, yeah, that's why. Grr. I know that fires you up, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, it does. I'm just used to it, I think. So well, it doesn't. Fair enough. And I, I apologize to the person who was asking. It's not, it's. Don't. It's I mean, your you answer know. was very valid. Like, was, things aren't free. I mean, some things are. This podcast is free. Right. But not everything is free. What do you do when family members show no support? Vengeance. <laughs> Keep on keeping on, man. Look. You I, can't control how people are going to act. I really think it would be idyllic. If everybody supported you and was like, go for it, that's amazing, rah, rah. But that's not real. And here's the, this will set you free. You don't need their support. You might get it later. You might not ever get it. But please don't let that be the reason that you hold yourself back from pursuing something that you're excited about, from going after a goal, from staying on the course Yes, it would feel good to have their support, but you don't need it. And I don't want that to be the reason that you tell yourself you can't do it because you can do it. I don't care if you don't have any family at all or if all your family thinks it's a stupid idea or all your family thinks you can't do it. You know what? That's going to make you better. That's going to make you tougher. That's going to make you stronger. And I'm not saying it doesn't sting a little bit. For sure, so many things. Like when I decided I was going to leave my job and start a business, People thought I was nuts. Like truly, truly, people thought I was nuts. If I let that be the thing that kept me from a different life, nuts. People thought we were crazy for buying this property. For sure. And we are. (laughs) (laughs) And they were right, damn it. Um, 
But you know, but we'll show them ten million dollars later. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Ten million dollars and ten years later, look at us now. Uh, We're on a two million dollar piece of property. Exactly. Whoa! Uh, we put ten million into. But it's like, yes, it would feel amazing. But you know what? That's not realistic. And you don't need it. And you can convince yourself that you do like, oh, it's so much harder because they don't support me. Stop with that story. It gives you an opportunity to find people that do support you. Yeah, that's so true as well. Like, and, and the beautiful thing about that is, because I always this always comes up, especially when I'm working with clients like in the 12 weeks to transformation and stuff. It can be tough as an adult to meet new people, right? Whether, you know, I, I don't, Chris I don't doesn't have that, that problem. problem. <laughs> I, I No, I do, and I think a lot of people do, especially right. like those of us who are introverted. Chris will make friends at the grocery store or restaurant. doesn't really matter. Um, the internet is an equalizer there. Absolutely. You know, I, I mean, my closest friends are people that I met through online business relationships, and many of them through masterminds that ended up being in person. But, like, many of my closest friends now – it's primarily like a text and email. Like I don't live, they don't live in my neighborhood. No. You know, they don't, they don't live in my state. So, most of them don't live in your time zone. No, that's true. But the biggest thing is stop letting that be the thing that holds you back. You, that, it, it, let it go. Let it go. Acknowledge, yes, it would be amazing to have that. And also, I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't need it. You don't need it. Let it go. It is not worth your energy. It is not worth your attention. It is not worth your time. And who knows where they'll stand on things in a year or two or 10. But right now, stop letting that be the thing that you use as the reason that you're not more consistent, that you're not further along in your progress. You just don't need their support. You just don't. Keep on keeping on. Yeah. Seriously. Like, most of what we do around here. I can think of some people close to us that think we're insane for it Maybe. and they don't support. Maybe. I don't know who you're talking about. But it doesn't really matter because it doesn't really it, – it, what they think, it it's not a barrier. I mean, there's there's things that other people do that we're like, what? Yeah, for real. That is but so true as well. Like, think about it from – I'm glad you brought that up because I, – I don't think we don't support them. I think we just might think they're crazy. But we yeah. – I mean, I think we're pretty darn supportive yeah, like, people. Absolutely. But I'm glad you brought that up because – Oftentimes, we want people to, like, cheerlead us, but we're not exactly cheerleading everybody else. I, I disagree a little bit on that. Tell Strictly me why. because we do cheer them on even if we disagree with no, them. No, 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 no. We do, yes. I'm saying for a lot of people out there, yeah. they don't see that this happens a lot. Right. There's not, you know, I think of my own sister. Right. Yeah. I I adore my sister. She is smart. We are very very different. But and like very alike. You think we're very alike? You have you have your things. But you know, there are things that there are decisions that she's made as an adult that I haven't supported. Right. And that's okay. It is. So then I look at things and like, do I expect that she's going to support me in everything I do? No, because we have different experiences and different perspectives and different priorities, and that is okay. Me not supporting some of her decisions has not been any sort of barrier in her life and vice versa. It's great when we do support each other, but it's also very, very human to not be in support of something somebody's doing. Right. It's just very human. A lot of times it comes from somebody's own insecurity and a lot of times it comes from 
just having a different perspective. Like I see this a lot when people want to lose weight and they feel like their family isn't supportive. Oftentimes that's like an insecurity on their part. Mm -hmm. And they feel like if you're pursuing a better path, then they feel sort of guilted into it and it's a little uncomfortable and they'd rather just stay in like their ice cream eating ways or whatnot. But guilty. So what? <laughs> you know, you don't have to have their support to make progress. Right. And other times, if it's like you want to start a business and they think you're crazy and you should stick with your secure job or whatever it is, it's just that they have a very different perspective and you can't expect them to have your perspective. So that's that's what I'd say about that. Yeah. What do you do when family members show no support? Do what you want to do and don't let that be any kind of narrative in your head that's keeping you from success. Don't waste energy justifying yourself to anybody. Yeah, just do it. You it's your life. To. You only get one shot at this. Like you're not going to make everybody happy. Chris tells me that Two all the if time you're lucky, like but Typically, one shot. You tell me that all the time. Like, we're not we're not making our decisions so that everybody else is, like, cool with what we do. Sure aren't. Yeah. So I know I don't. <laughs> he doesn't at all. All right. Changemakers Journal. Let me tell a winner. Before we say the winner, let me winner. tell people how to win. There's three ways to win. One, leave a review of this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Even if you don't want to win the prize, I would love it if you would do that because it really helps the show a lot. And and for something like this that is free that we put a lot of time into and whatnot, it goes a long way to leave a rating and review of the podcast. The other is to leave a review of Chasing Cupcakes on Amazon. And the third is post on Facebook or Instagram with an episode of the show that you've listened to or loved or something you've learned from the show. Make sure to tag me in it. And that's how you can win. Yeah. The more you post and tag, the better your chances. That's right. And today's winner of the Changemakers Journal, no matter where you live in the world. We will send it to you for free. What you got? At Grace Elizabeth LC. At Grace Elizabeth LC. Congratulations, Grace Elizabeth. I feel like this is your cousin. I know, but that's not her middle name. Um. Grace Elizabeth. That's a beautiful name. It is. That is a beautiful name. All you got to do is email Christopher at primalpotential.com within 30 days of this air date. Tell him you were the winner of 882 Changemakers Journal. Include your mailing address. And 30 we days? 60 days. Didn't I say 60 days? You said 30 days. Oh, I meant 60 days. You've got twice as much time. Yay. 60 days. <laughs> and uh, we will get it to you no matter where you live in the world. Yes, we will. And and wouldn't it be cool to do a ch an episode that's all questions we've never tackled before? You so send no those in. what kind of questions people are going to send in now. I it's know, but be, I'm intrigued. It's going to be some bizarre I stuff. know, but I'm intrigued. It's going to be like fruit on pizza, yes or no. Yes. Yes? Yes. You don't usually do fruit on pizza. I will absolutely eat the crap out of pineapple pizza. I love pineapple pizza. I love pineapple pizza. I didn't know that about you. Oh, yeah. The, the sweet mixes really well with the saltiness of the cheese and pepperoni. Why have we not had else. this conversation? Because we've got more important things to talk about. Yeah, but I would think like pizza. Pizza toppings. Pizza's. not important. All right. As long as it's not olives. I don't really care. Yeah, no, we're the same on no olives, no way. No, we both, and it's funny because we both like pickles, and people tend to think olives and pickles are like they kind are of in not the, same. the same. No, 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 they're not the same, but they're sort of in the same like family. We hate False. capers and we hate olives. Salty peas, forget it. Both of us. But yeah, no, seriously, it would be so fun to do an episode that's just questions we haven't answered. Sure. So like DM me on Instagram, and that would be a cool thing to do. Do your worst. I mean, your best. Haha. <laughs> what? What does that even mean? With the questions, do your worst. I want to hear. Let's get some interesting questions. Oh God, here we go. All right, everybody. Grace Elizabeth, congratulations. Everybody else, we will talk to you soon. Bye, everyone.
Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast, where our goal is not to help you learn. Our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform.